Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. An insider's look at the National Football League. It's NFL Lunch. Presented by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. With Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan NFL Lunch here on this Monday. Ravens at practice today. Practice 4 o'clock. Open to the media for, what's it, a half hour you get to uh, check things out. John Harbaugh and players podium availability at 5.30. Tomorrow, 1.40 practice. John Harbaugh, Lamar, and others will meet in the locker room there or with the media and then locker room availability. Wednesday's a walkthrough. Thursday is the game as the Bengals come to town we'll get to them in the next segment as they lose at home to the houston texans but here's lamar jackson after yesterday's loss to the browns explaining what happened and when you're up 14 in the fourth then you got to finish things off i'm guessing that pick six the tip ball that's unfortunate um that pick six you just got to finish the game we are, like you said we are 14 points you just got to finish like we've been doing yeah, he said he was trying to hit Ricard in the flat there. And- Which he was open, you know. And But um, McCurry got pushed right back into him, you know, and the ball. I mean, it was like a perfect deflection, you know. I mean, everything went exactly right. But, yeah, you know, I mean. There were three Ravens standing around, and the ball just kind of plopped right into Newsom's yeah. hands there. Bob, and I was telling you off air, the thing that I don't get, you know, I mean, you, you, they talk about uh, them running the ball. All right, you think people were complaining? You know, I mean, they come out, they get the ball to start the third quarter, Bob, and they go past the Bateman for seven. Lamar scrambles for nine. Jackson deep middle to Zay for 18. Lamar scrambles for four. Incomplete to Andrews, 40-yard touchdown pass to Odell. Every every play in that series was a pass, you know. So then they score. They're up 24-9. But, I mean, hell's bells. Then the defense comes out, gives up 17 plays, 75 yards, 10 minutes. You know, uh, you know, for a touchdown. And all of a sudden, you're back at it again. And then, you know, Lamar passed short to Andrew. They go 36 yards. They're on the Cleveland 39. That's what I was telling you. Which, And then they hand off to uh, Mitchell for two. So they're on the 37-yard line. So that'd be a 55-yard field goal right then. So no matter what happens, they're in field goal range for Tucker. Sack, sack. Can't do it. You know, you can't. It, it can't happen. You got to throw it away. Because you're taking, he took three off the board, possible three off the board, you know. And then uh, Cleveland goes down, uh, and that's that's when the Ravens then they get the muff punt, you know. And then the Ravens score a touchdown there, and they don't get any rushing yards. They get one. Gus Edwards for one, uh, Lamar Jackson for one, Lamar Jackson for seven, Gus for four, Gus for one. So I mean, they weren't they weren't knocking anybody off the ball, you know. I mean. You're sitting second and nine all the time. You know, you run it on first down, you're getting second and nine. Then you got to throw it. 
You know, so that's that's what happened to him. Here's Lamar Jackson talking about that Cleveland defense in the second half. Defensive line, hats off to Miles Garrett, those guys, Zadarius, those guys were just, you know, doing a lot of T-stunts and playing good defense. They were playing physical, fast defense, you know, and they weren't allowing them to run it. And then they were getting pressure on the quarterback because they were in uh, long yardage situations all the time, and that's playing right into Cleveland's hand because, you know what, then they get in their track stances and they ain't worried about a run. Gus Edwards averaged 2.2 per carry yesterday. Keaton Mitchell had the big 39-yard run, but only three carries on the day. Justice Hill, two for seven. So this Ravens run offense, number one in the NFL, didn't really get to establish that much in that ballgame, especially in the second half when they needed to move those chains. Lamar Jackson, however, said, hey, this loss sucked, but we got a next one coming up in just a couple of days. Got to focus. I mean, we just know we've got another division opponent this Thursday, so we have to win this game, see the Steelers game, got to win this game to defend the North. That's what we, we have going so far. Bob, you know what's crazy is, I mean, they, like like I, I told you, like they came out and um, scored on that first drive in the third quarter, you know, and then Cleveland took it, and then the Ravens had the ball, you know, one more series and then you're in the fourth you know they had the ball for those four plays or whatever when he got sack sack and then it's fourth quarter already so i mean it wasn't like you know they had they they got a touchdown it's video haiti 105.7 the fan it's nfl lunch here on this monday deshaun watson 14 for 14 yeah. throwing that football in the second half yesterday brandon stevens what happened there yeah uh you know he made some key plays you know uh you know late in the fourth um you know he's, you know the hardest all their the offense, uh, but yeah he, you know he came up big. We we were, we fell short. Uh, that's that's what it come down to. He didn't say anything, Bob. Yeah, he didn't say you know how it happened, why it happened. You know, was it uh, coverage? Was it pressure? He had a lot of time to throw, you know. Mm-hmm. Or well, if he didn't, he was just scrambling up. Whenever he saw the middle open, he just took off and ran. You know, so it was it was it was tough. I I, I don't know. You know, we'll have to hear what Harb says, you know, about the middle of the field. But, that, I mean, you can't let guys be that wide open. Yeah, on the touchdown pass to Elijah Moore, he got out of the pocket. He yep, made a trouble. nice little scramble. And yeah, dumped it in there for an uncontested TD. Now, as we talk about this Ravens defense, and sometimes when they have breakdowns in the secondary, communication issues. Was that the case yesterday? Brandon Stevens. We'll have to go look at it on film, you know, make those corrections. Uh and then, you know, just go from there. We hadn't heard the word. We talked about that the other day. We hadn't heard the word communication for a while. We're going to hear about it um, in that game because there seemed to be a lot of miscommunication, you know, in in the middle of the field at least. Here's your Davian Clowney finally talking about his former teammate, Deshaun Watson's performance. He's been doing, he been doing all year, standing plays, the ball coming out quick when they get and get it out. But other than that, he's standing plays with his legs, running around in the back. Yeah, man. Man, what they paid him for? That's exactly what they paid him for. That second half, that's, Bob, I would say that's the best second half he's had, or probably the best he's played since Houston. Houston. Yeah. And uh, just happened to be on their watch. It's video at 8105.7 The Fed. Nolan, we have time for a call? Let's do it. Let's go to Rivera Beach and bring in Rob. Rob, thanks for holding. Welcome to the fan. Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. Hey, my observation was uh, we were just got to give Cleveland credit. We were just getting beat up front. 
yep. on both sides of the ball. I mean, and the other thing is, when you got a game wrecker like uh, Miles Garrett or T.J. Watt, Munkin's got to get Lamar in the in a rhythm where he waggles or you know basically rolls out of the pocket, and uh, you know because when the pocket's getting crushed. You know, there's no sense of him staying there getting hurt. Better for him to roll out. If nobody's open, he's open. If nobody, if he can't get free, then he, the sidelines there for him to get out of, get out of danger. But uh, that's actually what's going on. But we were we were just losing losing the front line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. So you got to give Cleveland credit. That was their day, and that's how they caught up and caught us because they were bashing us. They were bashing our defense because we couldn't. Their offensive line, you've seen that push they were getting up front. Yeah. And we weren't getting that push, you know, in return when we were on offense. But, you know, Jackson's got to learn to bootleg or waggle. Munkin's got to get that play because if he can throw on the run, you know, and even if he can throw on the run, if nobody's open, he's open running. So. That's 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 my observation. All right, Rob. Thanks yeah. for the call. What do well, you think? I, I agree, Bob. That they in the second half they won they won the line of scrimmage. Ain't no doubt about it. Because I I just told you what the the runs were. You know, two two three. You know, they didn't they didn't get anything in the run game. They made it a one dimensional game because they put them in long yarded situation. Ravens had run, then they're in second and nine. Then you're throwing, and then you're getting sacked, and then you're scrambling, and they they were just dominating up front. Speedy Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. When we come back, we'll look at our picks for this weekend, college and pro. Got another game coming up tonight as Denver is at Buffalo taking on the Bills. Monday Night Football, a game you can hear on 105.7 The Fan. Then Jeffrey Chadia, NFL Network. We're talking about the National Football League as we're now in the middle of... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. November. You can pick your friends. Did we just become best friends? Yep. You can pick your nose. There was no pig. There was no pig. But only Vinnie and Haney can pick games. Football Pick'em. 105.7 The Fan.
Kenny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan here on this Monday. Time to look back at the weekend that was and do our picks for tonight's Monday Night Football extravaganza. Buffalo seven-point favorites over the Denver Broncos. The game you can hear on The Fan. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw. We play for booze. Whoever gets the most right wins. It's as simple as that. Right now, Vinny's uh, maintaining a nice, comfortable advantage. Is that what we got going on here, Nolan McGraw? Big lead to enter the week. Vinny at 120 and 60. I was eight games back, 112 and 68. Bob was, what is this, 14 games uh-huh. back, 106 and 74. Well, let's say I did not chip away. Is that fair to say? We'll start a little college football fun here as we look at Saturday's games. Maryland at Nebraska. Terps were uh, two-point favorites. They actually won and covered the spread, but yeah. I believe we all took a big red there. In that yeah, game. We, we did. Were, yeah, we were pretty down and out, understandably yeah. so, after right. the Penn State game and really the two before it, I think, Penn State aside, blowouts never fun, but the two before it were what the, really The thing we didn't know is Nebraska was so bad offensively. Right. They went three quarterbacks yeah. deep, too, right. and uh, turned the ball over five times, and Maryland still needed to win at the end of the game on the field goal. But, you know, hey, Maryland got bowl eligible. That's great. We all picked wrong. I guess that's another thing altogether. Michigan was at Penn State, Nolan. Uh, yeah, I took a, took a flyer on Penn State, home underdog. But, uh, you know. Jim Harbaugh riled his team up. His presence was felt. They fired their coordinator. They didn't want to throw the ball. And he uh, just said today, I believe it was a press conference today, said that Michigan should be considered America's team. Who said that? Jim Harbaugh. Doing a little trolling, I'd imagine. (laughs) Why not? Do what you got to do. Vinny and I picked Michigan, of course. Yes, Uh, we did. Washington, the Huskies, take it on the Utes of uh, Utah. Very entertaining game. But in the end, how do we do here? Uh, we all took Washington. Right. Missouri at Tennessee. This turned out to be puffy pants in favor yep. of the Tigers. Uh, I've got you guys here from Missouri. I had Tennessee. Doe. That wasn't, yeah, that was a puffy, puffy pants. Yeah, anymore. Missouri blew out the old volunteers. Uh, and then uh, I don't know what the hell I was thinking here. Old Miss at Georgia there. Chasing a bit, yeah. but uh, Bulldogs rolled. Wagging my tail or chasing my tail is what they say. Now let's get to the NFL where things will obviously get better for me. No, they actually get worse, believe it or not. Indy and New England in Germany. This game was happening as we were at the Brew Brothers doing Baltimore Game Day on Sense of the pregame show. Brought to you by Rice Mirtha Pesaurus. This was another game that set offensive football back a couple of decades there. Right. We all had the Colts here, and understandably so. Mm -hmm. Well, how about Belichick benched? Uh, Mac Jones on the last drive. I saw that. And then barely Zappi came in and promptly threw a pick, which ended the game. But Indy, hey, look, they're 5-5. Five and five. Not out of it by any stretch. Houston at Cincinnati taking on the Bengals, who were laying 6.5. Yeah, we all thought the uh, the Bengals would win this one here. Mm-hmm. And we all thought wrong. Houston's 5-4. and four. If the playoffs started today, they would be in. So congratulations to C.J. Stroud. His fine rookie season rolls on. Burrow had a couple of uh, – he had the drop. Boyd dropped the touchdown. But he had a couple of picks there in the fourth quarter, too. New England – or, excuse me, New Orleans at Minnesota. Yeah, you guys didn't believe in Josh Dobbs' mania. No, didn't think he was going to do it back-to-back. No. Learned your lesson. Yeah, he they was flying all over the place. Yeah, Minnesota wins that game. They're fifth in a row. By the way, they need a spatula to scrape old Derek Carr off the field. 
as he got KO'd in that one. Green Bay was at Pittsburgh. Steelers were laying three and a half. Surprisingly good game. Uh, Vinny and myself with the Steelers. Bob with the Packers. Yeah. Fun keeps going here. Tennessee at Tampa Bay. Uh, Buccaneers picking up a win. That's a win for me and Vinny. Yeah, Baker. Baker had a big day. Yes, he did. A couple of touchdowns. Uh, I guess Will Levis left his uh, TD arm in the locker room there. Oh, boy, it gets even better here. San Francisco at Jacksonville. Noticing a pattern. Uh, yes. Vinny and myself correct here with the 49ers, <laughs> Bob Jaguars. Yeah, and not only did Jacksonville lose, they got trounced yeah. as uh, San Francisco. It, the Purdy was like uh, Oprah. You get a touchdown. You get a touchdown. The only guy that didn't score a touchdown was Christian McCaffrey. I tell you what, the one he threw to Kittle, that was a hell of a play. Yes, it was. And then, Bob, how about all the uh, all the people on TV, you know, well, Purdy's not the guy. Purdy, you know, I mean, yeah. it, it Changes daily. It's a week-to-week league. Yep. Uh, old, uh, old hair. Trevor Lawrence didn't put up these gaudy numbers either. Travis had, well, once they started getting thumped, that was all she wrote for him in the running game. Atlanta at Arizona. Kyler Murray came back. Here you go, Bob. This was your, your victory lap. Bob had the Cardinals, me and Vinny with the Falcons. Uh, yeah, how about that? Close, but no cigar. That one, Norm. Another game that ended on a kick at the end. Detroit at the Chargers, which was... One of the most, it probably the most entertaining game. Yeah, of the day. back and uh, what'd you think of him going for it? Fourth and two on the 26. What he does, <laughs> that was to win it, you know. I mean, and that just killed the clock. That was Where's ended up high, being good. We're all his high priced defensive guys that does Staley guy, by the way. Zero sacks yeah. for the Chargers. The week before, would they have eight? I guess I took the Chargers. Uh, yeah, anyway, uh, right back to it. Yeah. Lions. Yeah, we had the Lions. <laughs> Dallas hosting the Giants. Not even I could screw this one up. Easiest game to pick of the week. We all had the Cowboys. Yeah, Dak Prescott lights up a terrible team. And here on uh, Espen, uh, yapping head, screaming A. Smith, they're asking if he's a franchise all-time great for the Cowboys, Dak Prescott. Uh, Roger Staubach and Troy Aikman say no. Hey, Danny White went to three NFC Championship games. Just want to throw Dandy Don with the two. So throw that out there for you. Uh, Seattle hosting the Commanders laying six and a half. Another good game. Uh, we all had the Seahawks, though. Another buzzer game there. And then uh, Sunday Night Football, the Jets and the Raiders. It was Vegas. Uh, the What was it? The 55th anniversary of the Heidi game, I think it was last night. But uh, Vegas was getting one at home, or laying one at home, I should say. Yeah, Vinny had the Raiders here, Bob and myself, with the Jets. Yeah, Q. Old Antonio Pierce. What the hell's going on, Q? I know we're counting down to my beer winning from you. Hey, speaking of which, not to digress, I owe that uh, Penn State fan a six-pack. Yeah, he was was on vacation with his family last week, so he didn't didn't rub it in, but... uh, I'm sure we'll hear from Just him. Just let him know when he wants it. And, uh, you know, I got to give Ray his gallon of Jack. Hey, I'm usually in the winning booze business here, but now I'm paying. And uh, Ravens taking on the Browns. Uh, yeah, some scores here. Vinny said 27-13 Ravens. I said 21-10 Ravens. Uh, way off there. And Bob, Ravens 31. You got that right. Yeah. Uh, but Browns 20. Yeah, and I said during a Baltimore game day uncensored, the pregame show 31-17, because I forgot what I said on Friday here. And then when the Ravens were up 31-17, I said to my cousin Al, I go, you know, I picked the Ravens to win 31-17. He goes, well, you know that that's not going to be the final score. I said, you just absolutely jinxed them. And I think Cleveland uh, did march down its score on the ensuing drive. Tonight, Buffalo seven-point favorites against Denver. The Bills 5-4. and four. They are 4-1 and one at home. Taking on the Broncos 3-5. and five. A game you can hear on the fan. Monday Night Football, Vinny, who you have? 
Uh, I'm going to take Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo's got to win, Bob. Otherwise, you know, what do they fall at 500? Five and five. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can't chase here. I updated standings. I'm down by 10. Bob's now down by 19. Yeah. Uh, Rinse the trade deadline. So. They're selling off draft picks. Uh, I'm not going <laughs> to force it. So I'll take the Bills. Yeah, I'll go with the Buffalo Bills as well. We'll look at the standings tomorrow after tonight's game is completed. It will be somewhat of a stunner if Denver wins, but in this day and age of the NFL, nothing should shock any of us. Jeffrey Chidea, NFL Network, NFL.com. We'll talk some NFL with him. And then a fun house trip with Nolan McGraw. Inside access coming up at 2 o'clock. And as we said, Monday night football. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Low in Denver. Sports on Demand, 105.7, the voice of the fan. Vinny and Haiti, 105.7, the fan here on this Monday. Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato, Ravens back on the field Thursday night, hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. National TV, both teams coming off frustrating losses at home. Yesterday, here to talk about that and more as we're heading into week 11, believe it or not of the 2023 NFL season. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. He's with NFL Network, NFL.com. Let's welcome back to the show, Jeffrey Chadia. Jeffrey, good afternoon. What's happening? Uh, I'm doing well. How are you guys holding up? We're holding up okay, I guess, all things considered. But both Cincinnati and the Ravens both lose at home. Both were significant favorites. The Ravens were up big four different times against the Browns. As we sit here almost 24 hours after the fact, to you, what was the more surprising outcome between those two games? Oh, the Ravens, by far, just given the way they had been playing 
in those kind of situations. It felt watching that game when they got up 24 to nine, that it was going to be like a Seattle type game or a Detroit type game. They were in complete control of it. And then it just flipped and it was just, it was I'm sure watching it in person had to be hard, but watching it from afar, it was just as, as stunning. Um, you know, obviously the, the, the pick six was the, the big moment in there, but this team has been so good at, and really just blowing people out. I thought it was going to be that kind of game that ended up being the kind of game that they played last year when they had a lot of football on fourth-quarter leads. Now, for Cleveland, Deshaun Watson, 14 for 14, Jeffrey in the second half. They've got Pittsburgh coming up on Sunday at home. Both teams are 6-3. and three. Is this the kind of game that propels the Browns to maybe greater heights than even they anticipate they could reach? Well, I, I feel like they've been looking for, and I think after, after the game, some people said this, they've been looking for a statement win, a defining victory. And when you go into a rival's house, a team that was playing as well as anybody in the AFC, anybody in the league, really, and you get that kind of a win, it has to make you feel good. But it, it does tell you that they can rely on certain things. You know, one is that Deshaun Watson can be the quarterback they need, they need him to be when called upon. And two, that defense, even though it gave him a bunch of points, can make some pivotal plays for you and get you back in the game and help you win some games. So I've been high on Cleveland all year, and, and, and they found a way to once again prove what I think is what they're about. Hey, Jeffrey, it was probably the best overall week, I think, NFL games. I mean, buzzer beaters and everything. I thought it was it was pretty exciting weekend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll exclude the Giants from that conversation. But, yeah, of course. Was, uh... And Jacksonville. <laughs> Yeah, Jacksonville, yeah. But for the most part, I think you're seeing – well, I feel like this league is really all about this year. This year. What makes it really special is that I feel like there's a lot of parity, maybe even more so than we've seen in the last 15 years maybe. You've got a lot of teams that are very evenly matched. Um, I think you've got some really good young quarterbacks, even though there's not a ton of great quarterback plays, the quarterbacks who are – playing well are high-level quarterbacks. And then you've got defense really playing a big role in this. So you've got close scores. You've got teams that aren't out of it. And you've got some – look, I, you go around the league, whether it's Mike Tomlin leading that team in Pittsburgh that can't score points, to C.J. Stroud having the best rookie quarterback season ever, to what's happened in the NFC with Detroit and Minnesota with Josh Dobbs. There's just so many great stories, mm-hmm. and it, it makes it fun to watch. Now, Jeffrey, what do you think um... – Arizona's hoping for because I mean Kyler Murray, Murray threw for 250 scrambled around they won you know so do they want him I, I guess if he does well it increases his trade value if they wanted to do that or you know they can uh, try to get the draft pick or keep him yeah it, it feels more it feels more like when you have a new regime come in and they didn't draft him they didn't pay him even the way he was paid was obviously a weird situation there with the clauses that were in that contract that there's not a ton of commitment to him. And so I feel more like, yeah, this is more of an audition, more of a way of showing he's healthy, showing what he can be. You look around the league, there certainly is a demand for, for good quarterbacks. And there's just not, there's not most of the veteran guys who were hall of fame worthy, you know, pro bowl level guys have moved on. So there's, there's going to be opportunities to deal him. And I, I agree with you. I think they probably want to start over, get that contract off their books, and find a way to get moving forward. Because in that division, they're still looking up at San Francisco and, and really Seattle's in a much better place as far as their young talent. 
you like the job Antonio Pierce has done? I mean, he's two and zero. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? Again, it's uh, it feels like uh, you know when uh, Josh McDaniel got fired there that it was. Uh, I was joking with somebody that it was like it was almost like watching the Wizard of Oz when the house fell on the Wicked Witch. It was just <laughs> jubilation just yeah. exploded around the. All, all, even even X-rated were dancing and smoking cigars, but it just shows you, you know, you know this. I, I think football, in a lot of ways, it, 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 there's so much work that goes into it, and there's so much hype around it. But it really is a game of emotion, a game of, of chemistry and cohesion, and it just shows you that when you have people who who believe in what you're doing and, and buy into what you're selling and, and want to fight for you, you have opportunities to win games. And, and I think that's what Josh McDaniel never really understood in, in both his stops was that you can't browbeat players in today's game into playing for you. Yeah. So you got to find a way to meet them where they are and get them to believe in you. All right, Jeffrey, the, the uh, next week's schedule starts out great. I mean, Thursday night we got Ravens, Cincinnati, you know, both coming off losses. And then how about the Monday nighter with Philly coming to your place? Some great games and some, you know, we talk about the Browns getting defining win in Baltimore. These are defining games, right? I mean, I think we we both we all consider and look at that that Ravens Bengals game as being pivotal, you yes. know, for both teams in terms of AFC North supremacy. If you're the Bengals, you can't afford another division loss at this stage, so they got a lot to play for. And you're right, I'm, I'm going to be at that Philadelphia Chiefs game, and that to me is. Um, a lot of interesting uh, storylines in there because you've got a great Chiefs defense, a great yeah. Chiefs offense, but then the Eagles defense isn't that great and the, the Chiefs offense <laughs> isn't that great. So it could be a shootout or a defensive struggle, but but I think both games are going to live up to the billing. Now, I, I guess it all depends if Taylor Swift shows whether they win or not, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, since he's been in Argentina, Kelsey. Yeah. Yeah, it, well, you know, it is, I think someone keeps rolling out the stats. I keep hearing about the numbers he puts up when she's there, when she's not. Uh, I, I think I think she's on this tour for a long time coming, so he may end up retiring based on the way he's, <laughs> if we look at what, how he's going to perform without her being around. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But I know that, uh, you know, it, it's 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 a very trust me. Living in Kansas City, and I have a girlfriend as a huge Taylor Swift fan. I, I'm already about ready to break her phone because every time anything happens with that couple, I get. They're sticking her phone into my face with their Instagram or TikTok or whatever. So I'm about I'm about done with Taylor and Travis. Amen to that. Jeffrey Judea, <laughs> NFL.com, NFL Network. But real quick, another Taylor Swift fan is Bill Belichick, but his team not exactly winning like Taylor Swift is on and off the stage. Two and eight, they bench Mac Jones. Are we maybe seeing inconceivably the end of the line for Bill Belichick, who, by the way, is in his 70s? Yeah, you know what? I, I thought about that possibility um, earlier, and I thought when he signed that big extension a few weeks ago that that was a way of Bob Kraft saying he wanted to keep him around until he, he could break Stuart House's record. But I think two things are going on. One, he's got something like 29 victories to go, and at this rate, it's probably going to take about eight years to get there. <laughs> but the bigger thing is, <laughs> the bigger thing, I don't think Bob Kraft wants to watch another year like this. And yeah, I was talking to some friends of mine who were around Don Shula when he retired in, in Miami. And it, it may be the kind of situation there where maybe there's an arrangement made where he can resign quietly and leave on his own, well, his own accord. But I just – they are so bad right now and that it's it's hard to see that getting fixed quickly. 
the only thing positive for him is that his ex-assistants, like guys like Brian Dable and McDaniels, have had worse years and been bigger stories. But yeah, he's he's he's. I can't remember, and maybe you guys know this, a starting quarterback who's been benched three times in the same season. I don't know if that's ever happened in, in, in pro football, as far as I know. I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's going to get benched again. Oh, yeah. at, least, at least one or two more times. <laughs> Jeffrey Judea, NFL Network, NFL.com. Jeffrey, appreciate your time as always. Enjoy the game tonight. We'll catch up with you soon. Thanks, Jeff. Thank you, guys. Take yep. care. There's Jeffrey Judea. It's video at 80, 105.7. The fan will come back, take a trip through the funhouse. Nolan McGraw, inside access, takes over at 2 o'clock. They are at Maryland Live, if I'm not mistaken. Correct? Does that sound right, Nolan McGraw? That is correct. Now, what do we got going on in the fan before uh, Monday Night Football? Any coaches shows here? Any popo? What do we got going on here? Tonight? Yeah. I believe it's just Popovic. Popo Leading then, into Monday Night Football. There we go. So, Mike Popovic, and then it's Monday Night Football. Buffalo laying seven against Denver. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Vinny and Haney on your home for sports, 1057 The Fan. College football this past Saturday, Texas A&M blows out Mississippi State, 51-10. The reward for Jimbo Fisher, $76 million buyout. He's gone, though. AD saying that they're just kind of treading water there. Stuck in neutral, I believe, was his uh, And, Bob, comment. he gets $19 million by January 11th, and then he gets $7 million a year from then on out. And the head coach at Mississippi State, trying circumstances. Mike Leach passed away suddenly last year. It was uh, Zach Arnett. He makes it uh, 10 games in, 11 games counting last year, mm-hmm. and he was fired, too. He gets uh, $4 million. Four mil? Four. Hey, why not? He's 39 years old, and he's a real good defensive coordinator, so he'll get a job, but he's, you know, whatever he makes at the next school, they take that from his four mil. So, uh, SEC, little uh, coaching changes there. And if you're Jimbo Fisher, this is me talking like I have $76 million. I'm like, screw you. I'm, I'm good. Because he's probably, I'm guessing Jimbo's like 60 or something, right? You know, I mean... I'd have, I'd have had enough of that. But he, looking at it, based on his recruiting classes and the money he got paid, he did win a national title behind Jameis Winston, Florida State, over 10 years ago now. But I would say his tenure at Texas A&M was uh, disappointing. Oh, no doubt. Obviously, that's how the two years ago they were supposed to be the team. Yeah. That was going to change the landscape of the SEC. And 
they continue to be fodder for the bigger teams. It just seems like guys, you know, like look at Mac Brown. You know, Bob, Texas won national championship, then went to TV, and then want to go back, to, and he's still coaching at Carolina. You know, some guys just like to keep coaching. Yeah, they had a thrilling win against Duke over the weekend. Oh, not, yeah. Drake May had a big game, right? Four TDs, I yeah. believe it was. And Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Inside Access coming up matter of minutes live from Maryland Live, where there's always something happening there. But quick draw. I know we had to blow you off a couple hours ago. You ready to go to that fun house? I'm sure people have nothing to say about yesterday's game, right? All rational, Let's, as always. Of course. Quick draws, fun The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. First texter here says, not enough runner running back carries in the second half of a game that you were leading all the way until the final play. Mitchell, in particular, completely absent from the game plan after making two huge plays. Makes no sense. 14-point blown lead is on Harbaugh. The only thing is is that they only they only had the ball like four times, and... and and Norm, they took the ball, first drive of the third quarter, they took it right down the field for a touchdown and threw it every time. Mm-hmm. Then the next time, Lamar got sacked twice. Otherwise, they could have been kicking a field goal there. Then the next time, they got the uh, muff punt, and they took it in and scored. You know, so, and then, you know, they tried to run the one. They're second and nine, you know. So, there, there just wasn't a lot of opportunities left because they didn't have a lot of time, and they did score two touchdowns. Uh, this one here says, why do the Ravens keep always making the same mistakes year after year? They always end up forgetting to run the ball or do something else. It's the same thing over and over. I think every game's different. You got to look at it. I, I think that was more on the defense than, you know, I mean, you can't be on the field for 17 plays and 10 minutes and then the next one, eight minutes. You know, get your ass off the field. Stop, stop the, you know, you talk about stopping the run, you know, if they would have got him off the field, then, you know, if they would have, instead of giving 17 plays, give them like three plays and out, and then you can run. Then you have time to run the football. But, I mean, they made it so tight that, they, you know, you, you had this keep up scoring. Another one here. Texter says people uh, have been saying the Ravens should be undefeated uh, or were saying that earlier this year. I say they're lucky to have seven wins. They played the Texans at the perfect time, Stroud's first career start. I doubt they beat them now. Uh, they beat the Browns with a rookie backup with no experience and beat the Bengals with an injured Burrow. Yeah, well, the Bengals are sitting, what, five and four right now, and they're not, you know. I mean, it is what it is. Everybody has injuries, you know, and Humphrey's probably not playing in this game, and, you know, who Ronnie Stanley's probably not playing in the game, and they, they beat Cleveland without about five or six dudes. Speaking of Humphrey, it does seem like they dodged the bullet there. Uh, not serious, just a, a tweak, not Achilles. Oh, nice. So. But short week, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Any other injury news, Norm? Not that I've seen. Not that I've seen. I'm sure Harbaugh will have some this afternoon. 530. Uh, this one here uh, says, uh, John Harbaugh says Keaton Mitchell was not part of the second half plans. 
I guess winning was not part of the second half plans. That's from Barry. Well, I don't know that he did. Harbaugh say that because he he ran it twice in the second half and they threw it to him. You know that everybody said he should have caught that touchdown pass. So um, to me, it looked like he was he was out there and he was part of the plan. He, it would have made a, it would have made it a really nice catch had he caught it. Uh, and this one here from Chris says losses like this always frustrating. Uh, but can be even worse when they spill over into the next game. Might be for the best that they have a short week, not a lot of time to dwell on the loss. Well, both teams are in the same same boat, you know, and they lost, you know, their best pass rusher, Hendrickson, who's not playing in the game. So, um, yeah, both teams are going to be happy that they're playing on Thursday night. Ravens three-and-a-half-point favorites in this Thursday night battle between two of the powerhouses in the AFC, both coming off home losses. So the Ravens, who would behoove them to get this W before they get they get a nice little break, then they go out to play the Chargers. And you don't that's like a box of chocolates, team. You don't know what you're going to get yeah. out of them. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan, Inside Access, coming up next live from Maryland Live. Live, I tell you. Followed by Mike Pabovic and then Monday Night Football, the Buffalo Bills. We can't wait for them to be dominant. Maybe tonight will be the night. Seven-point favorites against Denver. We're back tomorrow. Turn it up Tuesday for Nolan McGraw, Vinny Serato, and Bob Haney. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Have a great day. Talk to you in the morning. For now, class dismissed. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.